In this episode of the Burritos Breaks and Flies Micro Tip Podcast, we link up with world famous Dennis's Bister, and we chat a little bit about the Adams built salmon and steelhead net and the boat net. Both are awesome, uh, big game nets. Got a lot of great features, all kinds of cool stuff, a lot of stuff that you probably never think about, nor do you think about how essential this piece of equipment is. So we're excited to have Dennis on board to give his two cents about it. We'll share our side of the story on the net. And as always, thank you to our sponsors that make this podcast possible. Adams Built Fishing, Loop Tackle, Monic Fly Lines, Battleborn Beer. Without them, it wouldn't be possible. So sit back and enjoy this podcast product review on the Adams Built Fishing Nets. All right, and welcome to another episode of Burritos, Breaks, and Flies. And today we're coming at you with the one and only Mr. Dennis is Bister. Welcome, Dennis. <laughs> the one and only. Yeah. The hell of an intro. I like that. I like it. <laughs> so today I invited Dennis on board. We wanted to chat a little bit about, about nets and specifically the Adams built salmon steelhead net and the boat net now we both have uh, a lot of experience with these dennis more so than i he's probably put more species into the net than anyone out there and i'll talk to it or i lean more towards on the the pyramid side and and the local river side so both different sets of experience but i think there's a lot to talk to uh, uh talking points on the net and and it's i think it's one of the most overlooked components of fly fishing or even conventional fishing you know how you're going to get that fish to the boat or to the shore um, and get it gone again so without further ado again welcome mr Bister. thank you for joining us <laughs> heck yeah oh, it's good and i lo- and i like the topic i like your lead in there because it really is you know everybody gets geared up to go fish and they're talking about you know, if you're fly fishing, you're you know, getting your fly rods, your bugs, your leaders, your indicators, your, you know, lines, all that stuff. If you're fishing out of the boat, you're talking about lures and, you know, downriggers and lines and all that kind of stuff too. But something that you use every day for most of the fish that you bring to the shore or to your boat is a net. And I have gone through a lot of nets in my day. And um, it really is a one of the biggest maybe overlooked pieces of equipment that we have when we go out fishing and and uh if it's not the right you know if it's not made from the right material if it's not the right size if it doesn't collapse you know there's all these different components that go along with what makes a good net you're gonna have a frustrating day and you know you me especially i use my net probably more so than most anglers because when we're filming or doing a photo shoot you know we need to get those fish safely in the net, get the hooks out, let them get some, let them breathe, take some photos, take some videos, get them back in the net, take some more photos or whatever the case may be. So we actually use our net, you know, 90% of the fish we catch, I would say, which if I'm just fun fishing, if I'm not filming, I'll let a lot of those fish go right at the side of the boat, which I'm sure, you know, you do when you're just fun fishing and a lot of people do. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's an even more, important tool for for your line of work and and what you do because you're handling the fish a lot more 
And and, and being in a boat, you, you put up some ridiculous numbers regardless of what body of water you're on. So, I mean, that makes a difference, you know, fatigue, right. fatigue on the angler, fatigue on the fish. So it's safe for the fish and, and safe handling on your end. Um, so with that being said, you know, what, uh, what are some of the factors that you look at in a net? So let's say you have, uh, you're doing a shoot, right? You know, and you have a, dude, like a 40, 50 fish day, you know? Um, yeah. What's that going to look like if you had like a conventional net? Meaning, I mean, there's some beautiful nets out there, but if you had something that was a little bit more on the hefty side, right. thick net material, I mean, what, I, what, what, what plays in for you there? Right. And I've, I've used them all. Um, I don't care about looks. I'm not a, I'm not a showcaser. I don't care if it's pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to, I just want it to perform. So we were talking specifically about the Adams built net. It's got a twist lock handle. It shoves all the way up. It, it, it's pretty compact, even for as big a net as it is. It's got a deep hoop. It's got rubber, you know, that rubberized netting that's safer on the fish. Yep. Um, and it's super lightweight, um, you know, and it gets in the water quick, which is something that you don't think about. Like, you know, a lot of anglers will be like, oh, there's a really pretty burl wood net with a ghost netting. You know, oh, it's, it's really nice. Well, you ever try to scoop a fish out of the water with one of those things, you'll realize that it's like, it's like trying to put a big paddle in the water. And, you know, you hit, as soon as you hit the water, you're, it just like slows down immediately, turns the boat 180, you know, it like put your back out. I mean, there's all kinds of bad things. If you've got a bad back, you don't want one of those nets. I mean, <laughs> I even thought about that, about it turning the boat. Yeah. Dude, oh, that's a huge, dude, that's huge. That sucks. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> turns the boat anchors it yeah put your back out you know all the things but um anyway the 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 nets that we like to use are lightweight and the other thing that we started doing like with the adams built nets they started putting the deeper hoops on them so it doesn't have to quite be as wide though so you can even get like you were talking about the boat net which is a smaller version of the twist lock handle or the salmon steelhead net which is the biggest one you can get pretty big fish in that boat net yeah. just because it's so deep so anyway that's that's kind of what we're looking for in the net and the, one of the things that i love about it too is that they've got the it's got the measuring stick on the handle big so time. you could just put the fish right on it measure a fish right away get it back in the water big time you know and I, I and i love everything that you said about the bigger nets you know with the displacement of water uh the, the safety feature of the rubberized net uh and whatnot and here's what i've noticed with the adams built net so um uh, Specifically with the salmon steelhead net, it's got that cool, like kind of squared out, squared out shape at the end, and it kind of ovals in towards the handle. Um, that's cool for kind of getting precise, you know, picks of the fish. You know, when you're trying to stab a fish that's got a little bit of fight left in it. Um, and the the rail, that outside hoop rail, is nice and thin. It's super strong, but it's nice and thin, and that just, man, that cuts right through the water. You know, you got that fish coming in, dude. You got like seconds to get that net down and underneath and up, you know, and and with those bigger, heavier wooden frames or even, uh, you know, like poly frames or uh, those carbonite frames or whatever, or other synthetic materials, they just displace so much water. And the further you push it down, the further more resistant, more resistance you get. And And here's what some people don't even think about is is one is is that displacement of water not only is it slowing you down and making things harder on you 
but but it's freaking the fish out more right and how is it doing it if it can't even if it can't see that net coming it can feel that displacement and pressure change with that displacement of water coming towards it right. it feels something big it's like holy so you're you're, you're you're amping that fish up more and and i've noticed that with bigger nets the thing will just dart away quicker where with adam's built net and and mott brought this to my attention with with the color and the shape and the design of everything it's way less prone to see it because i mean adam's built's using that thinner material rubberized black net right so in most waters it's harder for the fish to really pick that up quickly the darker colored frame instead of like a bright like burled pine you know, yeah. uh, a sanded, you know, wooden thing coming at you. I mean, that thing has to look like a freaking uh, caution sign coming at you. This big, you know, almost yellow <laughs> thing. You know, the fish is like, holy crap, what is that? You know, yeah. so, but yeah. Yeah, and, it's, uh, it's definitely, it's definitely a thing. And, and uh, you know, being able to, being able to scoop that fish up quick, you know, get him in the net, get the hook out, get a picture, get him back in the water, you know, with, as fast as you can is definitely uh key right you know to being to being a good steward of that lake and any place that you're on right you know and i think at first glance people will look at these salmon steelhead nets and these boat nets and go oh well, they're metal and uh i'm gonna have a problem with that quite honestly no the finish on them is great and here's the other added feature and bonus to them is that they float <laughs> i just took the words out of my mouth and yeah. guess what they float so yeah. you don't even have to worry about it like i see guys sticking like extra flotation on some of their nets and stuff it's like you don't even have to they float stick it out there it'll it'll bob around yeah yeah unless you're unless your fish is like a hundred percent whipped you know when you start putting that foam around the edge of your of your net like how the hell do you push push that into the water i mean yeah. unless you're like fishing for small fish or something wimpy but see that's a problem because we're not in that game we don't fish for wimpy stuff no you know? no, no. It, i mean come on big- those big fish of pyramid they're you know they're even when they're barely fighting they're still getting down in the water so you got to be able to you know hold that net up the basket up with one hand jam that jam that front of end of it that square get it under them real quick and just lift it up you know yeah and with those big that's one of the problems i had with those big thick thick ghost net ones with the uh, big wood frames it's like man they you can't even push them in the water it's crazy no and you know another aspect is like if you're solo fishing or if you don't have anyone around you with the aptitude to handle a net because <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. i mean you know so i i've noticed like with the heavier ghost net ends um i mean as as soft as they are on the fish the problem is is, is the weight factor especially with the deep basket on the on the true ghost nets is i've noticed this where i got a fish out there i have my hand all the way extended on my net and i'm i'm like countering that weight of that ghost net at the end and i'm trying to like left hand you know because i'm right-handed so left hand stab a fish and scoop it you know and everything has the stars have to align correctly versus where i have um you know the adams built just the rubberized net material that stuff just sinks in the water boom uh no problem you're not feeling the weight of the net at the end of your arm or on your forearm. You know, you're not exhausting yourself. As silly as that sounds, for one fish, big deal. But when you have those days where you start getting three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, you know, you start getting up there and you start having some decent fights on your hand, that makes a difference. And that makes a difference on actually landing that fish and landing it safely. So, yep. 
Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. And you've taken this. I mean, beyond pyramid, like we know what you do there. You know, it's 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 no secret. But um, you've taken this other places with bigger species and and whatnot. Maybe you can just speak a little bit to that. How how it holds up? Let's say with salmon up in Alaska and even maybe a little bit of saltwater experience to give people an idea of where where this net is at. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a that's a thing. When we travel to film, you know, we got to take all this stuff with us. So yeah, we've taken. The, uh, the salmon steelhead net and the boat net, um, you know, we've taken it to Alaska steelhead fishing. We've taken it to Alaska salmon fishing. Um, I've flown it to the Northwest Territories, you know, for pike and bull trout and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, I've, I've traveled with these nets extensively and, uh, you know, I, there's a lot to be said. Like I said, it's, I think it's somewhat of an overlooked item that we take and, and, uh, you know, coming up, we're going to be heading to the Bahamas here pretty soon. Mont actually just designed a new fold-up net, um, and you can see it on our Instagram. And we may talk about this later, but it folds up into this little compact, uh, packable net, super lightweight. It's really, really a cool design, and we'll talk about this later. But uh, anyway, that's going to be my go-to travel for bonefish and, and uh, you know, packing in places. So. Yeah, and we'll, we'll cover that in another episode, but yeah, I can tell you. Previewing that net, it's got all the right things going for it. Whether in, whether you're in a boat or a shore guy, I mean, it it yeah. has all those advantages and the travel feature, man. Yep, exceptional. Killer. It's awesome. Yep. Hey, and there's one. Gotta go fish. Right, right. And here's the other thing I wanted to put out there, and maybe what some people don't think about is like with the wooden nets, as pretty as they are, you know, they're great for your wall. They're great for a lodge. They're great for looking at. Uh, because they they are they are made out of material that a lot of people don't consider as um, they don't consider this. So like with the wood, one of the biggest enemies the wood is alkalinity, right? You know, if you have a wood floor at home or or whatever, like you got to be careful what you what you clean it with. And if you throw a bunch of soapy water on it, it'll start to peel up on you. It'll start to degrade and stuff. And same thing with those wooden nets. Regardless if you got to finish on them, it only takes a little bit of a nick for that water to penetrate, get inside. And that alkalinity will either eat it from the outside in or the inside out. Um, and you start losing on the integrity and stuff. So you're kind of kind of throwing your money away. You know, so well, unless you're fi- not fishing. To mention, yeah. not, not to mention the humidity here. Uh-huh. You know, it's just like the same thing, duck hunting, right? Buy this really pretty Coca Cola duck call for, you know, beautiful looking, sounds great. Within about a month, it's split. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, wood is not made to be in Nevada. <laughs> We don't have, we don't, you know, we don't have the right humidity for wood. It cracks and yeah, oh, plus yeah. the alkalinity and it's not good. Go aluminum. Oh yeah. Yeah. Aluminium. That is yeah. correct. <laughs> yeah. If you're in, if you're in uh, Europe, it's aluminium. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. So hey, if you're interested in picking one of these up, um, yeah, you got adamsbuiltfishing.com. You can go there. You can look for a local retailer. Um, I know we got some locally in Reno. Uh, you could find them as well, but check them out. Adamsbuiltfishing.com. Yeah, if you Price get out per- to the if you get out to the Pyramid Lake Lodge um, without your net, we've got a good selection of them there too. Yeah, they're stacked out there. They're stacked. There's all kinds of cool Adams built stuff out there. Um, yeah, including for conventional guys too. We got a ton of conventional gear out there. You got spoons. Yeah. You got uh, you got all that crazy stuff. Yeah, we, so, we try to cover it all. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's totally awesome. Um, so yeah, and your price point, you you're well under a hundred bucks even for the salmon steelhead net, which 
which is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's uncalled for. Like <laughs> it's really like it, it literally could be twice the cost and and I think it would fly off the shelf, but hey, what a great value. What an essential piece of equipment. Um and I'm glad you're able to join us and talk about it, Dennis, because I Heck yeah. value your experience on that. But real quick before we go, I know this is a short a short podcast, but I do have to touch on a subject really quick. Any updates on the burrito front? Last time we yeah. talked, last time we talked, we left off with uh, with the Oravada shell station. Yeah, and uh, I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna go uh, the other way on this one here and t- let's tell do it. you. The it. worst burrito I've ever had. And I know nobody's going to be surprised with this, but. <laughs> the worst? Just, the oh, worst? my God. Oh, God, dude. Okay. It's so the bad. Worst. It's so bad. New so direction on, here. All right. I'm on All my right. way home from duck hunting on Sunday. <laughs> this is last Sunday, a few days ago. Yeah. I'm starving. And I stopped at the gas station uh, on kind of on that same trek. And the only thing they have is a it's an El Monterey bean and cheese you know warmed up and i'm like whatever i gotta do i gotta eat something i'm dying i can't do another snack you know i need something so i, yeah. I grab it and i you buy it and I, and I start eating and i I told my wife i go this is the worst effing burrito i've ever had it's horrible and she goes well look at the label it says it's like vegan like vegetarian made with pea powder i, I don't even know and, uh, I, and i was like oh god i don't read i just grab it said bean and cheese it was the worst it. burrito i've ever had in my life i might still be paying for it this morning after a cup of coffee i don't know it's lingering oh. it, it's terrible i think it poisoned me oh well it, it's got a rating scale because so so there's different <laughs> rating scales on the burritos dennis and that that one's rated with like baby wipes like like yeah. like out of five baby wipes like the more baby wipes the more dangerous it is so it sounds like you're you're pushing like a three three and a half baby wipes out of five i'd say i was at a 10 no way <laughs> yeah, it was, oh yeah, it, was, it was well i don't know yeah well, at least a five but it was horrible so anyway just everybody out there i know everybody's gonna be like yeah no shit no shit that was a bad burrito you you bought it at a gas station it's el monterey well, but i'm just gonna throw it out there don't do it, it wasn't right. worth it Right, it's not worth the gamble. So somebody sees it, just go in the other direction. Hey, you know, yeah, yeah. Hey, and here's another real quick. Um, you know, we did we did a a podcast with Hayden Buckmaster, who's a yeah, a, yeah you know Hayden. Well, very and, well. We actually stopped and had breakfast with Hayden uh, on the way home from our Montana filming trip a few weeks back. Yeah, yeah, that was that was crazy because I remember I sent you a message about that, going, hey. We're gonna do a podcast with this guy yeah. Hayden, and you're like, yeah. "Yeah, I just had breakfast with him." Like, <laughs> what? Let me just had breakfast with him, and, yeah. and you're in Montana. Like, yeah. what? Um, I think I, I could be wrong here, but I think he mentioned there's a, a the burrito joint there in Fallon um, that he spoke uh, highly of. Man, I'm gonna kick myself if I'm wrong on this, but there is a burrito joint there that I heard's pretty damn good. Can oh, you attest? Yeah. Can Can you attest to that? I mean, oh, is yeah. that La Fiesta maybe or? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There, there is. There's actually one. There, there's one that's uh, the Panderia. And it, I think that's it. Yeah, they make a they make a killer California burrito. Yeah. And yeah, it's pretty delicious. The carnitas is pretty hard to beat. Which is, you're the you're the one that got me kind of turned on to the carnitas meat. If it's done oh. right. When it's done right, yeah. Because yeah. you you went to that one in Carson that. I told you go to see, and that's how you know. That's how you know burrito joint is good is when, 
you remember more about the burrito than the name. You're like, dude, yeah. I could drive straight there. I can yeah. tell you what's on the menu. I can't remember the name, but I know where it's uh, at. Yeah. You know, if you're remembering the name, sometimes it could be a good thing, but sometimes it's it's a marker of don't go there. It's a red flag. You're like warning. Kind of like you just did with the El Monterey. Like, dude, you yeah. remember El Monterey. Like, you're like, bro, every time I see that, no, like done. Like other direction. No way. We're not playing. Like, you know, it's like in the back of your head. Like, I wouldn't even give that to somebody I like extremely dislike because it's so messed up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I don't yeah. like that feeling. I don't uh, like that feeling. So anyway, <laughs> well, great. Thanks. Thank you for that, Dennis. The the yes. burrito topic is very, very important, along with the net. Um, yeah. And we could dive into so many more things. How how cool the net is. I mean, I've used it for like a ladder catch, I can position position that in front of me on my ladder. So if in case I drop anything, it drops here's, into the net. Here's something else. That, here's yeah. something else a lot of people don't think of with the net too, uh-huh. is uh, when I'm fly fishing out of my boat, you know, and I'm getting those big long casts and I'm coiling up everything below me. What oh, I do go. is I, yep. I get the net, you know, wet and I uh-huh. set the net down. I use it for a stripping basket. Beautiful. I strip everything into there, you know, just position up a little bit and it keeps your, it keeps it from getting caught on everything, you know, in a boat, there's everything, right? Rod holders and the motor and the, all the attachments to the motor. Or if you're in the front, it's the other motor, the electric motor, you know, all the things. So if you strip your, if you just take that net and strip into it, like a, a stripping basket, I kind of forgot about that. It works great. No, you're right. You know what? And you could do that. Like if you're a ladder fisherman, which Dennis does not, he's there. You see a ladder, he runs in the other direction, but, <laughs> but I still get, I still cringe from my contracting days. I'm like, Oh God, I feel like I got to put my bags on and go back to pound and nails. I'm just <laughs> allergic it. to it. I think, uh, but you know, this, so like on, on a, on a, on a good platform ladder that you yeah. would use for pyramid on a good platform where you get full footing. Yeah. Um, I know it may, may, it makes it even fall further into the contractor realm, but I'm just saying, um, on the front, you could put like the, like the pole clamps or whatever, and you could snap clamp your, um, your net, you know, either to, if you're right-handed or left-handed to the right or left side. And like you said, you get that wet a little bit and that's a stripping basket without having to spend more money on something that you wrap around your waist or, or whatever. It's just off to the side. And the nice thing is boom, like fish on, it's ripping that line out of there. Now your net's empty. Now your net's free, good to go. That much less equipment that you have to handle or yeah, know, exactly. mess with. And like I do, I don't even use a stripping basket like on the beach. Like it's it's all about, you know, specific line management, handling the line right and stuff. But uh those windy days, those high current days, you know, or or weird weird terrain features, you know, that you're right. Great point. Thanks for bringing it up. That's why you're a pro. That's why you're a pro. <laughs> Full of crap. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. You know, so yeah. I love uh, it. Yeah, I love thanks it. for having me, buddy. Yep, yep. Thanks, buddy. And hey, real quick plug for maybe Wild Fish, Wild Places. Where can people go if they want to catch some episodes or whatever, YouTube, all that stuff? Can you throw that info out? Yeah, for sure. The Wild Fish, Wild Places is uh, all the new episodes are on World Fishing Network right now. Uh, you can check it out on Amazon Prime and, of course, YouTube. Been putting up some of our new adventures on YouTube as well, Wild Fish, Wild Places and uh yeah go check it out we got some cool stuff going up there bahamas some steelhead stuff you know my uh, key west tarpon episodes partially on there the whole deal dude it's awesome too like the level of enthusiasm that dennis has in these shows is highly contagious you won't see anybody having much more fun than dennis on the water uh <laughs> it, it's just it's all positive energy 
even like when something negative happens, it's just like, oh man, move on. Next thing. Worst days. I've seen some of your shows where you're just like, man, it's sucking and it's still a positive vibe. So <laughs> awesome show, but you Thanks, you buddy. I, I appreciate it, man. Thanks everybody for listening. And we, yep. we appreciate all our fans too. Yep. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks again. And until next time, tight lines. Things from on